It's May 14th, 2021, and you are invited to join me and my dear friend, my longtime co-host, the creator of SimplyRebecca.com, Rebecca Hoffer, as we both share all of the things that we are indulging in these days. You know, those little things that kind of help us escape from the chaos of real life just for a little while. We have got books and podcasts and TV shows and products, all kinds of stuff that we know you're going to want to indulge in too. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sorta Awesome. Welcome back, Awesomes, to the show that is all about helping you find conversation, friendship, and community. We hope you know that you have found your way to the most awesome community of women that exists on the internet right now. You can find our community all over the place, whether it's over on TikTok or on Facebook, Instagram. If amazing women are gathering there, you know you're going to be able to find Sort of Awesome hanging out there too. And Awesomes, I've been meaning to say this for a week or so now. Do you love the new logo for Sort of Awesome as much as we do? Rebecca, I think it's safe to say that we are fully obsessed with the brand new Sort of Awesome logo. I am completely obsessed. I love it so much. I love it so much. I love it so much. And that's how I feel too. Like every time I look at it, I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's so perfect. We were able to find an incredible graphic designer who created what I didn't even know that we were looking for, but it's, I love so much that with the gold, it's a callback to our very first gold glitter logo that we used years ago, but back in 2015, that era, I love that it has a little bit of shimmer to it, but it also, it's like a modern, it's like a return to our roots, but a modern view on that. Don't you think, Rebecca, it's kind of our past and also our future all in one logo. Mm, Oh, that's good. Yeah. It feels like we've come home, but with an awesome glow up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So if you guys are loving it as much as we are, I want to make sure to direct you over to our merch shop. We hadn't really talked about our merch shop very much. We weren't a hundred percent happy with some of the looks and the things that were going on over there, but now we love it so much. We've updated so many products in there with our new logo. We have, you can do t-shirts, you can do mugs, you can do notebooks, you could do a print like wall art. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that you can bring that sort of awesome look and logo into your life. It's super easy to get there. You just go to sortofawesomeshow.com slash merch, and it will take you to our shop over there. Rebecca, I know you put in an order recently I've put in a big order. We're excited. We're getting our stuff. Tell us a little bit about what you had going on. Yeah. So I ordered a sort of awesome t-shirt and the quality is really nice. It's I got the tri-blend. It's like super, super soft. I really like it. I did have a little bit of an issue with sizing. Despite even looking at the size chart, I had a little bit of an issue. However, I will say I contacted customer service. And I'm completely happy with how they are handling this. So I think that if you're hesitant about the size, just to go for it. And I think they'll make it right if it doesn't quite work for you. I would also recommend sizing up maybe even more than what you think. Or maybe don't opt for the women's cut. That might be a good piece of advice too. Maybe just get the men's cut of the t-shirt. So I don't know, but I'm really, really happy with it. Super pleased with how customer service is handling my sizing mishap. 
And I think that all the awesomes should go check it out. I agree so much. And I totally agree, especially on the t-shirts to size up a size and that tri-blend soft t-shirt. Those are some of my favorite t-shirts, genuinely. I've gotten them from different podcasts, merch shops. I've gotten just like at Public, you can get all kinds of designs. So I've gotten just other random t-shirts. I love that particular t-shirt, but I do usually size up and I do usually get the men's instead of the women's. So I'm agreeing with you on all of that. But I just wanted you awesomes to know that that's going on again, sort of awesome slash merch. You can find all of that good stuff. So Rebecca and I have put together a fun little conversation. I think today we are talking about the things that are, well, the kind of like little indulgences in our life. We have done in the past some really fun episodes that are like little luxuries. This is kind of like a sister show, a sister idea to that topic. Little things that are helping us to escape the various stresses of life right now. I'm really excited about our list to share with you. And you know, we love a list around here. So we have a lot of fun stuff to get to here in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. It's the moment in the show where we stop and talk about, well, the books or TV shows, movies, products, all of those things that are making life a little bit more awesome. You guys are getting so much awesome packed into this episode, honestly. There's so much. Rebecca, what do you have for Awesome of the Week this week? Okay, I am bringing a book. And as you know, and as the superstars really know, (laughs) and even just regular awesome listeners are probably familiar with, I have been obsessed with romance novels lately. However... This book that I am bringing, I would not describe it as a romance. I would maybe call it, I would call it maybe like a women's fiction novel or maybe even with like a a little touch of mystery, but not like who's the killer kind of mystery, but just how is this going to play out? How is this going to end? It's super captivating. And the book is called In Five Years by Rebecca Serlay. So here is the premise of the book. Our protagonist is Danny. She is smart. She's driven. She's precise. She knows exactly what she wants in life. And she's created the plan to get it and go after it, including her dream job, even down to her love life of getting engaged. She pretty much is the opposite of me. Like she, (laughs) she's extremely scheduled, extremely driven would not have just wasted the day away reading this book. No, she would have been the one writing the book, going after it, making the goals. Um, And (laughs) the night that she gets engaged to the perfect man, of course, she ends up taking a nap and she wakes up five years in the future. Oh my, okay. So she's in a different apartment and with a different man. Whoa, Uh uh-oh, what happened? Exactly, right? So this is where the little bit of mystery comes in. How is this going to play out? Because then she wakes up and she's back in her present day and she's wondering what's to come of her life. So slowly over the course of the book, things start to kind of unfold of you keep waiting and reading of who is this man that she was with? When is that guy going to come into the picture? And it's just like peeling back an onion of the layers of how is she going to get to this point? And despite like maybe even fighting against it, how is she still going to end up there anyway? It's so yes. captivating. A really fast read. I read it in less than 24 hours. It was really good. I would recommend it. It's moving. It's a moving book. Okay. It deals with some difficult context and subjects. 
but it's really, really a fascinating read. Again, it's called In Five Years. Okay, you've sold me on it. That sounds absolutely fascinating and definitely like a book that I would pick up. So I'm loving that one. That's so great. Okay, my awesome of the week this week is a new perfume that I am kind of obsessed with. If you have listened to Sort of Awesome before, you all know that I'm super, super into independent or indie perfume houses, not the ones that you're going to find at the perfume counter at your local department store. I'm talking about the ones that are like small businesses, many of them women-owned, handcrafted perfumes and body products. So Rebecca and I were just talking about off mic that even though we're not quite to summer yet, I'm already in my mind prepping for our summer list that we always do. And so I've been doing some research because I, you know, I love to put a perfect for the season perfume on the list as often as possible. So anyway, I've been ordering a lot of perfumes. This one's not going to go on the summer list, but I'm going to tell you about it right now. I'm obsessed with it. It's called Madam X and it's by a perfume house called Possets. And let me just read to you, Rebecca, the notes for Madam X. I go through phases. Like when I very first got into indie perfumes, it was in the fall and winter and it was in like this really smoky kind of crispy, crunchy fall leaves kind of phase. Then I went through this like honey phase where I just was obsessed with smelling like honey. So I'm out of that phase, but I wanted something that was a little bit more like grown up. Okay. Listen to this description for Madam X. Wicked, sinful, and irresistible. You may not have the heart to play the femme fatale, but you can at least smell the part. It's musky, creamy, enticing, perfuming, and very skin-like. It has a profound effect on men. They have no idea what's bothering them. It's you. <laughs> so I was reading through some of the reviews and so many people Goodness. captured. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, really, it's a lot sexier than I thought it was going to be. I did not think I would go for like a really feminine, sexy smelling scent, but I have fallen in love with this. The interesting thing for me is that it has really strong lemon and champagne top notes. So when you first put it on, it feels really fresh. But then as it settles into the skin, you really do get more of like a creamy, musky feel to it. Some people have described it like a cashmere inspired scent. To me, the best way I can describe it is if you have leaned in for a hug or back in the before times when hugging was a thing <laughs> and you lean in and give somebody a hug that just like smells really good, like just smells like good perfume and you just kind of get that whole essence. To me, that is Madam X. I'm loving it. I keep smelling my wrists all day. I'll just be walking around and be like, oh, that just smells so good. I got to smell my wrist again. So Anyway, it is by the Perfume House Possets. I'll put a link in the show notes. It's part of their general catalog, so it's available year-round. I love it so much, Rebecca. It sounds so indulgent and so steamy, and I'm feeling a little hot and bothered just listening to that description. <laughs> Highly recommend. Highly <laughs> recommend for sure. I actually could have put it just on this list of things that are a little bit indulgent, but I've got even more to share. And I know you do too. So those are our awesomes of the week. We will put links in the show notes for you guys. You know, we love to hear what is awesome in your life right now, whether it is some kind of product that we could pick up. We love to just hear like the happy stories, awesome things that have happened in your personal life. So we talk about those every Friday. You can come and find us on Instagram 
at Sorta Awesome Show. We're doing so many fun things on Instagram right now. I'm in stories every day talking about little celebrations for the day, wishing people happy birthday, asking people to send me a DM if it's your birthday because I've been sending voice messages to people through Instagram to tell them happy birthday. That has been so much fun. Of course, we're talking about episodes on the show. We have so much going on. If you have not followed us on Instagram, come over there and check us out at Sorta Awesome Show. And every Friday in our Facebook community, our longstanding tradition is to share Awesome of the Week. Our Facebook community is definitely the heart of the awesome community. So if you haven't joined us there, come find us at facebook.com slash groups slash sort of awesome hangout. Rebecca and I have so many fun things to share with you guys, and we'll get to our list when we come right back. Hey, awesomes, you know, I've been saying since the beginning of the year for months now that I am obsessed with the Headspace app. It has been a game changer for me, and it's not just me, and the numbers really back it up. For example, four weeks of Headspace can increase your focus by 14%, and only three weeks of use has been shown to cut aggression to negative feedback by a whopping 57%. The numbers don't lie, you guys. Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. Whatever the situation, Headspace can really help you to feel better, whether you're overwhelmed, if you need help falling asleep, they have got you covered. Headspace's approach to mindfulness can reduce stress, improve sleep, boost focus, and increase your overall sense of well-being. I love Headspace so much, not just because they're a loyal sponsor of Sorta Awesome, but they've changed my life so much, I'm now a paying customer. Headspace makes it easy for you to build a life-changing meditation practice with mindfulness that works for you on your schedule anytime, anywhere. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash awesome. That's headspace.com slash awesome for a free one month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal being offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash awesome today. Okay, awesomes, many of us are fortunate enough to have that ride or die person in your life, that close friend who is always there for you when you need them. For me, that's my sister, Emily. She has been there with me through good times, stressful times, everything in between. We know we've got each other's backs. Having a friend like that is good for your heart. It's good for your brain. Another thing that happens to be good for your brain is keeping it engaged in activities like solving fun puzzles, which you can totally do on Best Fiends. That's one of the many reasons I absolutely love playing Best Fiends. They always mix it up with so much variety, and it's just enough strategy to keep my brain engaged without being stressful at all. Not only does Best Fiends literally have thousands of levels to solve, I love that they're always putting out new challenges. Again, the challenges are not stressful. They keep you coming back for more, and playing Best Fiends is always very relaxing and so satisfying for me. So if you are itching for a game that's always got your back, you got to try Best Fiends. Just don't blame me if you end up a little bit too into it. Awesome. Down the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Okay, Rebecca, you know, before we started to talk about what we might put on our list of different things that we're really into that are just kind of helping us escape from all of the uncertainties of life that we've been dealing with, for over a year that we continue to be dealing with, we really got to talking about how you and I and many people, how our approach to the things that we love has changed in the past year. 
whether or not we're still listening to podcasts or the same podcast that we were listening to, what we're basically doing with our free time, what we're doing to kind of have a little bit of escape, how that's like really grown, evolved, shifted, changed in the past year. I was wondering if you could say more about that. Yeah, I feel like my main forms of escape have changed drastically. And I think part of the reason is pure logistics, right? I think across the board, as podcasters, we have seen a shift in the industry of people working from home. They're not commuting. Maybe stay-at-home moms not having that school pickup line or their time home alone as their kids are doing virtual school instead. And we just don't have the hours in our day that we used to have to dedicate perhaps to audio. So for myself, I have found that my podcast listening has really gone down, which I do not recommend as a podcast host. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I think that I have found that maybe I need to be more intentional about the audio Mm. that I choose to consume because I don't have the time and the luxury to listen to like all of the good things. I have to be pickier. I have to pick and choose. And Mm -hmm. so, of course, we highly recommend that you continue to pick and choose. Sort of awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Yes. But, you know, that's a really good point, because one thing I noticed really starting with the beginning of the pandemic is if I try to sit and read a book, either printed or on my Kindle, a lot of times I will just fall asleep. And I actually posted about this on my personal Instagram this month, our friend Laura Tremaine via her podcast, 10 Things to Tell You, has been doing the one day May social media kind of challenge to get people posting more often. And so she asked, of course, because Laura's a huge reader, she asked, like, what are you reading? And I posted about reading the X Talk, which was my awesome of the week last week. And I talked about how I was doing most of my reading, including the X Talk on audio these days, because I literally will just fall asleep. And I was like, I don't know if this is an Enneagram 9 thing or if it's just the general exhaustion that we are all collectively living through right now. But I have stacks of beautiful hardcover books, like from Book of the Month and other places that are literally collecting dust. Because if I try to sit down to read, I'm falling asleep. And so anyway, that's a bit been a big shift for me because you were talking about audio. I'm like oh my gosh, am I just like an exclusive audio reader now? What has happened to me? (laughs) Well, and it's funny because I'm actually the opposite right now in that you have pulled back from reading and the reading that you're doing is audio. And for me, I have pulled back from watching things. I used to be a big binge watcher. I was watching YouTube, I was watching Netflix, I was watching Hulu, I was watching movies, series, all the things. I was a big, big watcher. And although I liked reading, and I would read books throughout the year, it was not my main go-to source. I was never a person who was like, oh, what am I going to read next? What should I read next? What should I read next? And now... I cannot stop reading. And that has been a huge shift for me since the pandemic. And I think the reason isn't necessarily because I have fallen in love with reading as much as it is that I've fallen in love with the content. I don't want to watch 
hard, drama-filled shows like I used to. Yes. The Handmaid's Tale, the new season has come out. I want to watch it, but I also don't want to watch it because I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be good content, but it's not easy content. You know what is good and easy content? (laughs) Spicy romance books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hard agree there for sure. Yes. (laughs) They're filled with love. They're filled with goodness. They're filled with light. They always end with a happy ending. I mean, I just discovered, I just want something delightful. I want something to celebrate. I love love. I've always loved and have been drawn to stories of people falling in love. I love hearing real life people's stories of falling in love. And I have truly become obsessed with reading romance novels. It's like it is 100% my main pastime these days. 100%. Love it. That is so fascinating. And truly, I do. I know I've said this before, but I remember when we started sort of awesome years ago, six years ago, come time we've talked about maybe doing a books and reading show. You'd be like, hey, I will happily talk about TV. We could talk about, we'd do a deep dive in YouTube culture, all these things. But you're like, I'm just not much of a reader. And now you're like, let me tell you about the 50 books I read last year. <laughs> I know. And I can't wait to see how many I read this year. I mean, I'm keeping track for the first time ever in my life because holy cow, I'm actually reading, which it brings me to my first item. I have a romance book that I would love to share as my first indulgence and escape item. And it is the book Roomies by Christina Lauren. Okay. Christina Lauren has become one of my all-time favorite author duos it is actually two friends that write together under the pen name Christina Lauren and I've read several of their books this one is I think in my top two favorite books of theirs of all time it is set in New York City so it has a really fun environment it's an open door romance which means that you are going to get some spicier intimate moments I would say that it is skimmable if that's not a preference of yours, but it's important to know that, to know what you're getting yourself into before you start. And I would describe it as a forced proximity trope, meaning that they are stuck together. And I love a good forced proximity trope. It's so fun. (laughs) It's like, that's one of my top three favorite romance tropes is forced proximity. There's so many possibilities. You know where it's going, but it's always so much fun. So I am feeling so, so enthusiastic about picking up this one. It sounds right up my alley. If you have read The Flat Share by Beth O'Leary, that would be like a read-alike for roomies, except The Flat Share would be described as a closed-door romance, so it does not have much of the spice, whereas roomies is a read-alike, but with some spice. So highly recommend it. I would say that This forced proximity trope comes with a little bit of a twist because our female protagonist, Holland, is obsessed with Calvin, the male hero in our story, but he has no idea. So sometimes when you have forced proximity, neither one of them like each other or it's more like an enemies to lovers or they fall for each other. (laughs) Because they're stuck together. But this one, she's already obsessed. She's obsessed from day one. So here's the plot line. Holland is crushing big time 
on a street performer. He plays the guitar in the subway, and he's absolutely remarkable. His name is Calvin, but of course, she doesn't even know that at first because she doesn't even talk to him. She just goes out of her way to go by the subway station every day or several times a week just so that she can listen and stare at this man who is playing guitar in the subway. Howland works for her uncles at a theater, which is undergoing some casting changes. And because of that, they need someone to replace a key musician that's in the orchestra. And Holland suggests Calvin. Well, turns out he's perfect for the job, but there's a problem. He's in the country on an expired visa. So in order to keep Calvin in the country and to be able to employ him at the theater, Holland offers to marry him. Ah, what a sacrifice, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, totally. So, of course, then the book unfolds from there. With the romance, there's always some predictability, but this one did catch me by surprise, and there were moments that I didn't expect. And there's a beautiful slow burn. Oh, I love a good slow burn. There's some moments that just make your heart go a pitter-patter, pitter-patter. I really, really loved it. One of my top romance reads of all times, and yes, I am so obsessed with romance. A huge escape for me right now. And the book, again, is called Roomies by Christina Lauren. Okay, sign me up. The forced proximity trope, it's like catnip for me. So I am absolutely going to have to pick this one up. Okay, so it's so interesting that that was your first one because the first one on my list is directly related to this whole thing, Rebecca, because a while back, you sent me a screenshot of a podcast episode that you're listening to and you're like, you need to go listen to this right now. Well, it was an episode of the podcast Fated Mates, which is a romance novel discussion podcast. Fated Mates is hosted by Sarah McLean, who is a very popular, very well-known romance author, and then romance critic, Jen Prokop. So they have been making this podcast for years. You sent me specifically, you have got to go listen to season three, episode nine, which was about the influence of fan fiction on the development of the contemporary romance novel as we know it now. Well, if you're a superstar for Sort of Awesome, you know that part of our Sort of Spicy series was me spending over an hour talking to Rebecca about how much I love fandoms and especially fan fiction. What? (laughs) Are you going to cut this out later? Never in my life did I think that this day would come that you say this on the main show. You're outing yourself as a fanfic reader? I'm publicly outing myself, you guys. Fanfic reader here (laughs) for years. And listen... Rebecca, bless her heart, listened so intently and was so with me as I went through my whole (laughs) pretend TED talk about the importance of fan fiction and fandoms. (laughs) So anyway, so Rebecca sent me, she was like- It was amazing. It was beautiful. Well, thank you. Thank you for saying that. I really had fun doing that. So Rebecca sent me the screenshot and said, you've got to go listen to this specific episode. So actually it features as- the guests, Sarah and Jen's guests on the episode is Christina Lauren. So it's this writing duo that Rebecca was just mentioning that she loves. I had not heard of Christina Lauren. And so I was immediately charmed by them, Rebecca. I can see why you love their work. They seem like they're so much fun. And 
just like such a great example of what is going on with contemporary romance novels. So that got me started. So that was a fantastic episode. If you are like me, if you are a fan fiction reader, or if you ever have just like wondered, like, who are these people who are writing and reading fan fiction? You will be surprised to know, and I suspected this, Rebecca, for a long time, that there are actual published authors who write and publish fan fiction under pen names. And I was listening to this episode and I was like, I knew it. I knew it. In fact, Christina Lauren was in a fan fiction writing group that was based on the Twilight fandom and like some really actually now famous, well-known published romance authors were all in this little writing group that was writing fan fiction years ago. Okay. So that episode was amazing. And so then I just started listening to, I just started going through their back catalog, picking and choosing episodes that sounded interesting to me. Either they were talking about a book specifically that I was into, like they did Sally Thorne's The Hating Game, which I loved. They talk about tropes. They talk about various topics, themes and romance. And sometimes it's just them. Sometimes they have guests. I love the fact that it is really smart, accomplished women talking about this genre that I myself, I always say this, I will be the first to admit, I looked down my nose at romance for so long. I thought it was lowbrow, trashy reading. And now my opinion has changed drastically. And truly that whole genre has become so smart. I think that the genre of romance is probably leading the way in the publishing community when it comes to own voices, when it comes to representation, when it comes to diversity. Now, it's not perfect. There's definitely room to grow. But I think it's far ahead of other genres in published literature. And interestingly, fan fiction and fan fiction writing had a huge impact on the genre of published romance because there is so much emphasis on own voices and diversity in fan fiction. So I don't know. It was just like, I was completely geeking out. I had the biggest smile on my face as I listened to that episode. It took me on a whole deep dive into the whole podcast of Faded Mates. It has definitely been a source of escapism for me lately. And I'm so thankful that you introduced me to it. I love Faded Mates so much. It's so ridiculous, but I love such deep, smart analysis about things that people wouldn't normally consider Deeper smart. Yes. I love yes. this so much. <laughs> this is foundational to our friendship. Very true. <laughs> I do have to say there is a little bit of language warning. So if you are into this content, it might not be appropriate for little ears being around. Put your earbuds in. But it's really good. It's so good. <laughs> Loving it. Yep. So that's top of my list in the escapism indulgence department. Okay, friends, if you're anything like me, you might be wondering about trying a meal kit, but also a little bit skeptical about whether it's really worth the price. Let me tell you, you can experience full plates and fuller wallets with America's best value meal kit 
every plate. Every plate makes home cooking easy and affordable, and it's a much cheaper alternative to takeout, but it's every bit as delicious. Every plate provides easy to follow recipe cards and pre portioned ingredients so that you can spend less time prepping and cooking and more time enjoying good food with family or loved ones. And you can sprinkling your wallet and your dinner routine. Every plate is 50% cheaper than a meal made from grocery store ingredients, so now is the perfect time to focus on saving money easily. Now, you know, we've got a big family, a lot of mouths to feed around here. I was super skeptical, thinking that a meal kit would be too expensive for us, but now I know with every plate, we can get the same deliciousness at a much lower price. And the meals truly are delicious. They are so family friendly. So friends, try every plate for just $1.99 per meal plus an additional 20% off of your next two boxes by going to everyplate.com and entering code AWESOME. 199. Get started with every plate for just $1.99 per meal plus an additional 20% off another two weeks by going to everyplate.com and entering code AWESOME199. What else do you have? Okay, we're going to turn the corner here a little bit. Something way more tame than romance novels. I'm really into my plants. (laughs) Rebecca the plant mom, tell us everything. Okay, so in 2019, I made it a goal that I wanted to fill my house with more plants. So over the past two years, I've become more and more obsessed with plants. And I'm learning how to take care of them better, which is a major relief to my mother, who has rescued plenty of thirsty plants in my home. (laughs) And right now, I have 19 house plants plus a handful of fake plants. Now, that probably sounds like a super small number to some awesomes who are like super into plants. But then, you know, to other awesomes, it might sound like a crazy high number. But I have some tips for those who want to know about how to add more plants to their home, specifically on a budget. Or you're just starting out with plants. I recommend trying, if you want like a hanging plant, they can be good as a hanging plant. Pothos, P-O-T-H-O-S. They are a hardy plant. They can tolerate some abuse (laughs) and some low light. Plus, they are a little bit versatile. They will grow vines or uh, tentacles isn't really the right word, is it, (laughs) when it comes to plants? (laughs) Uh, mm, Tentacles? I don't feel like that's right. No. But I will tell you, I cannot think of the right word. (laughs) Well, they're kind of viney. I guess they're a little bit viney. Okay. They're plant tentacles. So, (laughs) sure. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so if you want a hanging plant, they can be good as a hanging plant after a few years or something. Or if you add a stake in them, they'll also attach to that and grow up. So, if that matches your aesthetic, you can do that or your space. Or if you don't like any of the long tentacles, you can trim those off. And then your plant will end up getting bushier. So instead of it being long and thin, it will kind of thicken up. So depending on what your preferred aesthetic is, there's lots of different options with these plants. And the best part is that they are very easy to populate. So if you want more plants, you can get more for free by trimming off these vines from your pothos plant, putting them in water, and they're going to root. They have these kind of little aerial roots that grow just a little bit. They're just little nubs. And if you just cut a leaf with one of those little nubs, maybe we can put a little uh, demo in Instagram stories or something. 
if you just cut that off and then soak that in water, a root's going to come out of that little nub. And so you might have a vine that maybe you cut off six leaves on one vine. Well, you can chop that into six pieces and then have six little starters that you can plant all in one pot or you can separate them. Basically, the point being, if you're new to plants, I recommend trying pothos. I recommend trying to populate your own plants and make more for free because what's better than free? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I am so glad you're indulging in your plant mom aesthetic. Your plant mom dreams are coming true. You have to promise me you will put some pictures on this sort of awesome social media so we can indulge alongside you in all of this goodness you've got going. I most definitely will. And the other day, if you want more frugal plant tips, I did a little post on Instagram. I even did a little photo shoot with my plants. Now, talk about being a plant mom. That was maybe crossing the line, but it was so much fun. We'll put that on social media for sure. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. Okay. I'm going to do this next one really quick. There's really not much to tell except that it's something that made my heart sing. So Rebecca, after many, many, many years of just having to live vicariously through you, Kelly, other awesomes who have Costco in their life, Oklahoma City got one. Oh, it's been a little while, maybe like a year and a half since we got a Costco, but we have a Sam's Club that's super close to our house. And we've been Sam's Club members for years. Literally, Kyle got his membership when he was in college, and we just have kept it up through all of these years. But this week, Rebecca, we were like, you know what? Maybe it's time. We'll go do the Costco membership. I mean, we've got a huge family. We eat a lot of groceries. Maybe we'll have two warehouse clubs in our life. (laughs) So we did it. We went and got our membership. We decided, Kyle and I just went together and did a walkthrough to be like, what's going on with the Costco? Everybody loves Costco so much. So we ended up picking up a few things. I got some darling pajamas for Nico. You know how I love babies in pajamas. So I was super happy about that. We were just about to leave the store and we happened to walk down an aisle. I was like, let's see what kind of coffee they have. Just kind of the usual selection. And then Rebecca, a light shone down from heaven. An angelic choir started singing. I found a bag of beans from my very favorite coffee roaster on the planet. I never in a million years dreamed that I would find them at Costco or anywhere outside of Austin, Texas. The name of the coffee roaster is called Ruta Maya, R-U-T-A-M-A-Y-A. It's organic, sustainably shade-grown coffee beans. Years ago, when we lived south of Austin, we would drive 30, 45 minutes up into Austin to go to Ruta Maya, the actual roaster and coffee shop there, to get bags and bags of Ruta Maya beans. They are our favorite I cannot emphasize this strongly enough. (laughs) Favorite coffee on the planet. Kyle and I drink a lot of coffee. We've tried lots of different roasters. We have some favorites. Rudamaya is head and shoulders above anything. But I thought we would never have Rudamaya again unless we went to Austin. Imagine my shock, awe, delight to find Rudamaya beans at Costco. Now, I will say it's not exactly the same experience as going to the actual shop. I mean, because when you go in Austin and get a bag of beans from there. It's literally fresh from the roaster. These have been vacuum packed and vacuum sealed and all of that, obviously, to be distributed at Costco. Oh my gosh, Rebecca, I'm just so happy. I just, when I open (laughs) that bag and smell the beans, pour them into the grinder, I cannot quite capture with words 
What an indulgence it is. But thank you, Costco. What if we never got a Costco membership? We would never have known that we could get. (laughs) Yep, exactly. So it's totally an indulgence. I could not be more thrilled about it. So yeah. All right. What else do you have for us? Okay. So speaking of things that like everybody has, my next one (laughs) is something that I'm watching that like everybody's already watched. Welcome to the world of Costco, Meg Teets. Well, Rebecca, welcome to the world of Schitt's Creek. (laughs) Listen, by the by, I haven't watched Schitt's Creek either. So I may be the very last person who hasn't watched it, but tell us more. Okay, so this was Laura's Awesome of the Week in episode 230 back in January of 2020. Laura and Kelly did a show together without you, Meg. That's right. Some trivia. There are only two episodes ever released without your voice on them. And this is one of them. (laughs) What's the other one? I, what am I? I did a extra awesome with Kara (gasps) Pence about Big Brother. (laughs) That's right. I totally forgot. Yes, you're exactly right. Those two episodes are the only ones. Okay, continue on. Carry on with Schitt's Creek. Okay, so this was Laura's Awesome of the Week. I know that Kelly is a huge fan. I feel a bit like Kelly. She's always watching things late. Well, now it's my turn. (laughs) So I feel like for years and years, I think the show has even ended. Didn't it even just recently end? I mean, Uh yes, I am not watching. Okay, so Nate and I started watching it together. And that's really what's the best part about this is that Nate and I watch very little television together. And there's a few things that we do watch, but this is one that we started watching together. And it's so much fun. It's a comedy. It's a sitcom. It follows the Rose family. Basically, they're extremely rich and wealthy people who ended up in financial ruin. And they ended up moving to this really small town called Schitt's Creek. They're living out of a hotel. They are such interesting characters. It's like the characters that make the show so good. When I was doing theater in college, I had this course one time. I was doing this skit about comedy. And the thing that I learned about comedy is that the characters themselves, they don't find themselves funny. Everything that they do, all their quirks and all their weirdness and all the humor about them, they take that very seriously. It's just who they are. And I did this skit in college with this girl and the audience was dying laughing, but I got so wrapped up into it. I was like, this isn't even funny. I don't even understand why people are laughing. This is really serious. Yeah. yeah, What is happening here? And that's how I would describe the humor of Schitt's Creek. They take themselves so seriously Mm -hmm. and they are so outlandish. It's just a delight. It's so much fun to watch and it's light and it's easy and it's a perfect escape. There's at least one line in every single episode that gets Nate and I both laughing out loud. And I'd have to say, we're kind of to the point where we're not so easy to get to actually laugh out loud. When you're watching something funny, you're like, well, this is funny. And you can say, oh, that was funny. But how much are you actually ha 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 out loud? Right. Yes. Maybe we're Mm -hmm. a little bit jaded. Maybe we're getting a little old, but we're actually laughing out loud at this show. Yeah. Episodes are only 21 minutes. There's six seasons. We're having fun with it. And I feel, hey, well, welcome to 2021. Why not finally watch (laughs) Schitt's Creek? 
I love it. I'm going to get around to it someday. Well, I'll tell you what, maybe I will soon because my next one also is TV watching related. However, Rebecca, I feel like we are polar opposites on this because for years now, the only TV watching, binge watching of a show or really even movies that I would sit down and do is at night before bed, Kyle and I will watch something before we go to sleep. But I never sit down and watch a show just by myself. And so, but that might be changing because lately I have been indulging in time to just sit and watch things. Now for me, it started with documentaries. I love a documentary, love them, especially if they're about something that's true crime or paranormal related. So I will tell you an example of me indulging in sitting down to watch something recently. This is a long way from Schitt's Creek, you guys, but on Hulu, they just released last month, a docu-series called Sasquatch. Okay. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Sasquatch. It's a true crime slash kind of paranormal documentary. There's three episodes. So it's just this really short little docu-series. It follows an investigative journalist named David Holthouse. He had heard about this bizarre triple homicide that happened 25 years ago in the Pacific Northwest. And it was highly suspected that these three people who were killed were killed by Bigfoot, oh, basically. Uh-huh. By... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is all makes okay. a lot of sense. So, <laughs> yes, again, this is totally up my alley. This was created for me. It starts out with kind of exploring the idea of Sasquatch, the mythology around it. But Rebecca, this documentary series takes some hard turns. I mean, we're talking about this takes place in Oregon in the 90s where people, this part of Oregon, they're growing a lot of pot. And the drug trafficking trade is all mixed up in this. This goes so many directions. And the people who are featured in the documentary are some real characters. I was, I can't even stop watching this if I wanted to stop. This is fascinating. So anyway, I know that's not going to be for everyone. If you do watch it, please come. Let's talk about it. But anyway, just the fact that I am indulging, giving myself a little time to sit and watch some of the cool things that are out there that are ready to be consumed that I normally would just be like, oh, I don't have time. Finally making time for that. So yeah, we'll see what else I can dig up. So those are some of the ones that we are loving right now. We do have even more to share with you and we're going to get to those when we come right back. All right, awesomes. I know that we probably all have something that we honestly should see a doctor about, but we've all been putting it off. Our health is too important to ignore. And if making a doctor's appointment feels like a chore, Plush Care is here for you. They make it super easy to schedule an appointment and see a doctor. Plush Care provides virtual doctor's appointments through your smartphone or your computer. I just pick a time that works for me. I can book my appointment right online. I do not have to call the doctor's office to make an appointment. This is so huge for me. And I love I don't even have to leave the house to see my doctor. With Plush Care, I can be diagnosed, treated, and even have a prescription sent to my pharmacy of choice if needed, all within minutes. Plush Care accepts most major insurance carriers, and it's available in all 50 states and the doctors truly care. They are here to help by discussing treatment options and providing prescriptions as needed and they're available anytime I have questions. And if you're having difficulty managing your emotions and who isn't these days, 
Plush Care doctors are available to help. Schedule an appointment today to discuss your treatment options. No more excuses for putting off the care that you need. Plush Care makes it easier than ever to take care of yourself inside and out. Start your membership today. Go to plushcare.com slash awesome to start your free 30-day trial. That's P-L-U-S-H-C-A-R-E dot com slash awesome for a free 30-day trial. Plushcare.com slash awesome. Okay, friends, lots of things can make your workouts hard. Extra resistance, double speed, one more mile. Your socks shouldn't, though. That's why Bombas Performance Socks are built to be nothing but comfortable and supportive. Bombas Performance Socks have taken all the amazing innovations that make Bombas the most comfortable socks you've ever worn and added their special Hex Tech Performance technology. Bombas Performance Socks are stitched with special moisture-wicking yarn and temperature-regulating vents that allow cool air to flow in and prevent overheating. They come with this very cool pillow-like tab to save you from blisters. They have stay up technology, a special arch hugging system, and an extra layer of cushiony comfort on the bottom for the perfect amount of support. They also come in different styles for every sport with specific design features to help you optimize performance and keep you comfortable no matter what you're doing. And like all of their socks, every pair of Bombas performance socks you buy, they donate a pair to someone in need. Every single person in my family loves their Bombas socks. We want you to love your Bombas too. So go to bombas.com slash awesome today and get 20% off of your first order. That's B-O-M-B-A-S, bombas.com slash awesome for 20% off. Bombas.com slash awesome. All right, Rebecca, each of us have a couple of more indulgences, things that are helping us escape right now that we wanted to share with the awesomes. What's next on your list? Okay, well, this isn't going to surprise anybody, but it's TikTok. If I'm not reading a romance novel, I'm scrolling through TikTok. That's just my life right now. And here's the thing. I only follow 20 people on TikTok, okay? Only 20. And five of them Mm -hmm. are people I know personally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, that's kind of the beauty of TikTok, though, right? TikTok's like, yeah, we don't care if you follow people or not. We will find the content that you want and we will force you to watch it. (laughs) Exactly. But I challenged myself. I was like, okay, Rebecca, if you were to look through your 15 people, (laughs) essentially, that you follow, who would you recommend that people check out? Who should the awesomes know about? And who was powerful enough for you to hit follow on? So I have some recommendations for people for you to follow on TikTok. We'll have their profiles linked in the show notes. The first one is Zachariah Porter. Guys, I love this young man so much. So I would describe his channel as comedy slash even vlog style. He's a personality and he's a person that you're going to fall in love with. He's young 20 something. He loves Dunkin Donuts. He loves eating Taco Bell in his car. He's self-deprecating in the most endearing ways. He does these videos where he goes into Target or other home decor stores or something, and he puts on this like strong New Yorkish accent, and he impersonates his mother as if if she was walking through Target. And he'd be like, oh my goodness, would you look at that? (laughs) Yes. Those are the ones that first introduced me to him. Yes. He's funny and spot on with those. I love it. He's so sweet. I love Zachariah so much. I love him when he puts on his fake accent. I love him when he's more of his true self. He's just a delight. So the next one I have for you is Clinton Avery Tharp. And he resells furniture on Facebook Marketplace, which always makes me think, I want to do this. And then I have to remind myself 
that I don't actually want to do this. <laughs> but I love watching him do it. And he shares good tips. So if this is something that you are interested in doing as a business move of buying, fixing up and reselling furniture, he actually gives good tips on how to do that, on staging, on what sells well, what makes a good picture. But also just the transformations are so fun to watch. He does these voiceovers in all of the videos and they're super clever he's funny about it he doesn't take himself too seriously i'll put a really good example from each of these accounts in the show notes that i think really represents what these people do and clinton he doesn't post that often to be honest he really doesn't you could go and just look him up and binge watch all of his stuff and i think you'd really find it he's inspiring and he's talented He's so funny. I love him a lot. Okay, the next one is Casey Davis. Her account is Domestic Blisters. Mm. She's all about cleaning and what she calls it are care tasks. Things that you have to do around your home. Things that are an endless cycle. We're talking food. We're talking laundry. We're talking picking up, tidying your house. And she's all about finding freedom in those things. And her big takeaway is that these things are morally neutral. Yes. You are not a good person because your sink is empty. You are not a bad person because your sink has dirty dishes in it. Washing dishes is morally neutral. Because you finish the task or the task is not yet finished, says nothing about who you are as a person and your character. And she talks about those tasks, they're functional. And what you need to do is you need to make your house a functional space for you. If a functional space for you means that absolutely every single thing is cleared off your counter, great clear off your counter. If it means that you have a pile of stuff at the end of your counter or all over your counter, but it's still functional for you, then there's freedom in that. I don't know. There's just something about the way that she talks about these things that kind of just strips away maybe some of the layers of guilt and messaging that we receive about laziness, about what makes us good moms, what makes us functioning adults, what's the right way to live, what's the wrong way to live. She's really smart. She's smart. She's sassy. And she's caring. Yeah, she's really gentle. I say sassy and gentle. I feel like she's both. I really like. Yeah, I do, too. I really love the videos I've seen from her. I know a lot of awesomes really following her, too. I feel like she's sort of at the intersection of domestic life and good mental health practices. That's such an emphasis for her. And she's really good. And like you said, on top of all that, she's funny and fun and very entertaining, too. I super highly recommend her as well. So the last one that I'm going to tell you about for TikTok that I think you should check out, especially if you have never downloaded the app, this is one that you need to know about because this man is trendy, okay? You probably ended up hearing one of his songs on Instagram and you probably didn't get it. (laughs) And that's because it came from TikTok and it's a whole thing. This is Lubalin. I don't know what his real name is, (laughs) but... His videos get millions of views. His most watched TikTok has 41.7 million views. And it was the 
part one of his series that he does on turning internet drama into parody psalms. You guys, this man is brilliant. He took a Facebook marketplace conversation and turned it into a psalm so catchy that I saw multiple TikToks from people saying, this man deserves a Grammy. And it's the truth. I was singing this psalm (laughs) for days. You know which one I'm talking about. He's done many I'm singing it in my head right now. Yes. Do it for us, Meg. (laughs) No, I'm not going to sing it out loud. But yes, I know exactly. It is his ability. It's not even like catchy pop music that you would hear on the radio, but somehow he crafts these songs that will stick into your brain for weeks at a time. They're good. They are legit good. He took a song. Okay, so the one that I'm talking about that went so insanely viral about Facebook Marketplace the, the storyline, I guess, is that somebody asks if something's available and the person replies yes. And then they're like, please stop contacting me. We're sleeping. And they're like, what? You contacted me. And then they threaten to contact attorney general if they don't stop contact. I mean, it's like insanity. It's the worst of the Internet portrayed in the best way possible. It's so beautiful. Yes. Then he does another one about friends arguing with each other about the size of her horse. I mean... It sounds so absurd, but this is what is happening on the internet today. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're missing out. This is what everybody knows about this, but you, and you have to look him up. (laughs) Even if you're not on TikTok, and we'll put a link to all of their profiles, it's well worth just bookmarking his page in a web browser. And you can open it on a web browser and just watch because it's hard to find words for how hilarious and truly catchy these little songs are that he writes so funny oh tiktok lord knows i have logged some hours on tiktok well and you know what (laughs) it's obvious because out of the four follows that i recommended for you you knew who three of them were (laughs) yes i did i absolutely did and i'm looking up that fourth one that i didn't know so thank you for those that's so fun okay let's see i have two left let me give you one that's a little bit Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and contradict myself because at the top of the show, I was saying I can hardly sit down to read. I do almost all my reading via audio. There is one exception that I am loving so much, and I'm reading it. E-reader, I'm reading on my Kindle. This is a book that I do not fall asleep while I'm reading. It is so amazing. So the book is called Broken in the Best Possible Way, and the author's name is Jenny Lawson. Now, Jenny Lawson may be familiar to many of you. She has been writing on the internet for years as the blog S. She still has a blog called the blog S. She's written three books. This is her third. Her first book was called Let's Pretend This Never Happened. Rebecca, when I read Let's Pretend This Never Happened when I was pregnant with the twins, I spent a lot of time in doctor's office waiting rooms when I was pregnant with them. And I would read this book while I was waiting. I would be falling apart laughing. Her writing It's so funny. I would be hysterical, couldn't catch my breath laughing in the public in a doctor's office waiting room. It was so funny. That came out years ago. Let's pretend this never happened. Her second book is called Furiously Happy. That one was a little bit more challenging for me. I did not enjoy it as much as her first book. I will say that one of Jenny Lawson's thing is she's extremely, extremely funny, but she also writes openly about her struggles with mental health issues. She struggles with depression a lot also anxiety. So 
Let's Pretend This Never Happened was more of a memoir and it brought in a little of that mental health struggle. Then Furiously Happy really focused a lot on the mental health issues. It was still funny. It was a little bit more uneven, a little bit kind of darker. I think it was as uncomfortable as I can think it would be to be really open about mental health issues. I feel in Broken, she has blended this in the best possible way. In the opening chapters, I had to put it down because I was laughing so hard, tears coming out. But then also right from the beginning, she's really frank and open and honest about her ongoing mental health issues. Also, she has physical health issues going on. She has rheumatoid arthritis and some other issues like that. So her whole thesis for broken in the best possible way is we're all broken. We're all trying to put on a facade to try to pretend like we don't have these things going on, but let's just get it out in the open. Let's laugh about it. Let's be honest about it. So I highly, highly, highly recommend this book. It is an escape and that you can totally get lost in her stories and her voice, the way she tells stories, but it has some real meat to it too. It has some real issues that she's talking about. So again, Broken in the Best Possible Way by Jenny Lawson. Hugely, highly recommend. Even if you're falling asleep, usually while you're reading, you won't fall asleep with this one, I promise. Oh, it sounds really good. It is. What's last on your list? Last on my list, I have been holding back a major obsession of mine. I haven't told the Awesomes this. I don't think I've told you this. This is a little unknown secret about me. Meg, Okay, I am obsessed with stovetop popcorn. (laughs) Oh, really? This is brand new information. I am really obsessed with popcorn. I think this is a great thing to be obsessed with. I love a stovetop popcorn. Tell me everything about your new obsession. Well, it's not that new. This has been going on for quite a while. I don't know why I've never talked about it. In the (laughs) early days of the pandemic, when groceries were hard to get, I had a mix-up with my Walmart pickup order. And I ended up not getting, in one of my orders, butter, cheese, and popcorn. And I was legit so mad about the popcorn. (laughs) Way more mad about popcorn than I was about the butter and the cheese. That is too funny. I vented about it on Instagram stories and a follower offered to send me popcorn because I was so mad. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Well, I didn't accept their offer because... I could walk into a store and actually buy popcorn. Those early days of the pandemic, we were all a bit crazy. I eat popcorn all the time. I love it as a nighttime snack. I have found that it's maybe a better health choice for me than a big bowl of ice cream or Oreos. I would say popcorn are my new Oreos, Meg. They are my new Oreos. (gasps) Whoa. Okay. Now I know this has been significant because... Oreos were kind of foundational to your personality there for a while. (laughs) I know, and now it's popcorn. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, on to the point. I have more to say than just confession. I'm obsessed with popcorn. So through the Hangout group, I learned that we have a sort of awesome listener that owns a popcorn farm. Nate and Stacy Freytag started Free Day Popcorn in 2015. They grow popcorn on a family farm along the Kansas and Nebraska border that's been owned by Nate's family for generations. They say on their website that some popcorn that you would buy at the store, the regular popcorn, might have sat 18 months before it gets to you. But their popcorn is always last year's season. It's always fresh. It doesn't sit. They don't mix old popcorn with new crops. 
And I really do feel like I can tell a difference in the quality of this popcorn compared to what I was getting at the store. I feel like it's more crisp. I didn't think the store-bought popcorn was stale, but when I started eating this instead, I feel like it's more crisp. I feel like it has really good flavor. Not only do they sell quality popcorn kernels that you can get in the bag, but they also sell it still on the cob and you can pop it in the microwave. And I did this with my kids and it was so much fun. It just explodes everywhere. It's a fun little novelty thing. It would be a fun gift to send somebody. It would maybe even be fun to buy. You could buy multiples of them and give them as like teacher gifts, as something kind of just fun and unique to do. I have already placed multiple orders with free day popcorn. I'm contemplating if I need the 50 pound bag. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Now I know. Yes, we've really crossed a line here from occasional (laughs) indulgence to a way of life. (laughs) It is. It's a way of life. That's how I am about everything. I can't just read one romance novel. No, it has to be all I ever read and all I ever do. I can't just listen to one Harry Styles song. No, I have to think about him 24 seven. Oh my gosh, it's so true. (laughs) I can't do anything casually. Okay. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. (laughs) In my defense, I don't need a 50 pound bag. Okay, Stacy. Listen to me, Stacy from Free Day Popcorn. I don't need a 50-pound bag, but I do need more than three pounds. Can we have an in-betweeny? I need a 10-pound bag. Can I have a 10-pound or maybe a 15-pound bag of popcorn? It goes from three to maybe 30 or 50. I don't know. I need something a little bit in-betweeny. So that's my one criticism <laughs> of Free Day Popcorn. For those who have popcorn as part of their lifestyle, they need a little bit more than the three pound option. (laughs) Oh my gosh. My face literally hurts from laughing right now. Oh my gosh. I have zero chill, Meg. I have zero chill. (laughs) Clearly. Yes, it's true. Okay. Last one on my list. I'm going to tell you all this really quickly. Rebecca's already heard this. The superstars have already heard this because this spring, this past spring, Rebecca and I did an installment in our sort of spicy Stop. series. Don't tell them. Oh, we're going to talk about it. No, I'm so- we're not promoting this episode. <laughs> I know you want to really keep this one on the down low. We did do an episode in our sort of spicy series called Our Sexy Haul, where each of us went and did some shopping to bring a little spice to the sexiness level of our lives. I will not reveal Rebecca's part of that conversation because apparently as she's glaring at me right now (laughs) through Skype, she doesn't want to talk about that part publicly. It's fine. I just, my mother is so close to signing up to be a Patreon supporter and I keep telling her she is simply not allowed (laughs) as much as I love her and would love her financial support and her moral support. She is not allowed. (laughs) Well, if you guys haven't signed up to be a superstar, you may want to go ahead and do that so you can get that conversation. But there truly was one product from that, our sexy haul that I love so much that when I got it, I texted Rebecca that I'm obsessed with it. I'm still obsessed with it. This is, just bear with me, you guys. Okay, so the actual product itself is a massage oil 
that can, if you want it to be used in a sensual way, it's from the company Honeydew. Is that right? Yeah, Honeydew. So they make massage oil. This one is could be used for sensual massage because it not only smells really good, but it also tastes good. So if that's your thing, you've got a two-in-one situation going on with this particular massage oil. But I have to tell you, Rebecca, I told you from the beginning, and this is still the case, it truly has become such an indulgence for me. I love the smell of this so much. And I love the actual formulation of this massage oil that I have been using it as just regular skin oil after my shower, just to have a little, yeah. It's made with cojoba and sweet almond and coconut oil. So it's really good for your skin, even if it has some sexy side uh, things going on that you could use it for. But truly, I've been putting this on after showers. I've been putting on after I shave my legs and it smells so good. Now, my awesome of the week was a perfume. I'm always talking about perfumes. I love things that smell good. This one is a vanilla cream, which I feel like a good vanilla is really hard to get without feeling too plasticky or fakey. This is the perfect vanilla and the formulation, the balance of the oils that they've put in this is amazing. So I have totally been indulging in it. It's less than $10 on Amazon. It A little goes a long way. It lasts a long time. So yes, the superstars and Rebecca have already heard this. I'm just going to keep talking about it, you guys. I love this vanilla massage oil from Honeydew that I found on Amazon. Well, I have to say... There's a lot more scandalous things you could have been talking about. So you made a good choice. (laughs) Were you a little nervous? Like, oh, Lord, what kind of indulgence are we talking about now? (laughs) Well, if you know, you know, sign up to be a superstar. (laughs) Except for you, Lila. You're not allowed. (laughs) Okay, you guys. Oh, my gosh. We had so much to cover. This was a lot. I know. But truly, we just wanted to share with you some of the indulgences that really are helping us to escape just for a little bit from the harshness of real life. We have a brand new series on Mondays called Watch, Read, Listen, Lifestyle. Right now, my husband and I, my husband Kyle and I are talking through things that are coming up that you could be watching, things that are new releases on streaming platforms, new book releases, music and podcast talk, lifestyle. We're featuring some of our highlights from the awesome of the week, conversations that we have in our community. So that's coming out on Monday. So if you love to hear about what are we into right now, check that out on Mondays. Rebecca, if anybody wants to find you to talk about any of your indulgences or maybe suggest some new ones, where can we find you all around the web? You can find my blog at simplyrebecca.com and you can find me on Instagram at simplyrebecca. Okay, you can find me at Sorta Awesome Meg on social media. You can find Sorta Awesome, the show, really on any platform by searching at Sorta Awesome Show. You guys, thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.